We've qualified for the World Cup. Go and compete. Hello and welcome to the 26th edition of the Put Them Under Pressure podcast. My name is Kieran and I'm once again joined by Adrian and Connor. There's been word recently uh, that we've been biased and unfair. So for today's podcast, we've decided to open it up for our listeners, our fans and guests to join and finally have their voice heard. I have a feeling that this could be Man United heavy. I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I feel that the Man United fans are, are feeling a little bit hard done by right now. Would you say? Oh, poor babies. <laughs> what, I mean, fucking... it's all we fucking talked about. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's all we talked about last week, and they're still complaining. Top of the world for, what, like 30 years. Can't handle the bench after, what, a month? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they're... They're slipping and sliding their way down the table now. Cracks are showing. Their run of seven decent games is over. And they're playing boring shit football. They've lost to Sheffield and they drew to Arsenal. And honestly, I mean, I thought Arsenal were better. Yeah, they don't I did too. That way, but I, I think we're going to hear differently from them. Looks like we've uh, a caller on line one. Uh, going by the username of uh, RedDevil69. Uh, let's let him... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> right. All right. Well, well. Have we been trolled? I wonder. Mannix Mannix has dropped out faster than you know. He should dropped out of the title race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Right. Apologies. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Oh, thanks for having me. How's it going? Great. <laughs> going well. Going well. <laughs> So I, I hear you might have have a few things to, I guess, to respond to us in, in recent podcasts. Is that right? Uh, yeah, just a couple okay. of things. Um, yeah, so this whole Ali versus Frank versus Arteta debate, with, with, which I think you touched on last week, but I don't think your uh, response was fairly fair. Like, it's clear as day, Ali has completely nullified that argument. Ali's the clear winner of the three of them. Now he's moving into a grade up to the likes of Klopp and Pep. And, uh, yeah, I think, like, what you said last week, with him still being potluck, no, not happening, lads. I have a full list of notes here, and I'd also <laughs> like to say that I, I said this on the last time I was on the podcast last summer, and I told you this was going to happen. Big note, there's, I told you Ali was going to trump Frank and Arteta. He has done. Frank sacked. Like, there you go. Enough said. Um, what else? He actually he's he's done better than I expected. I think probably a little bit of that is down to the team, but yeah, he's a, he's a he's a quality manager in comparison to the other two. Still learning this, still learning the trade, but I'm pretty he, happy. He's ten years into the trade now. Ten years in management, isn't it? Let me have a look at him there. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Wikipedia. How long has he been a manager? Because the other two, it's like their first season. Yeah, teams managed. He was manager of the reserves at United in 2008. And he was a full manager. He was a full manager 10 years ago with Malda in 2011. Right. So, yeah. So, since then, he's won the... I think he won the league with the reserves. So, he he won that, I think, 2013. I'm not sure. Then he won two league titles with Malda. And they've never won the league before. So, okay, it's uh, Norwegian football isn't something we, we always watch. But that's still an achievement to take a club to their first league title. I think he won two with them. Um, so when he went to Cardiff, they were going down anyway. So we can just forget about that. He's at United now since. And he's proved that he's done a better job with the set of players that some of the most experienced managers in the world have tried to do with Van Hal, everyone else beforehand. Um, so I think credit where credit is due. I think he's done a he's, he's overachieving a little bit. He's done a good job. I never said that he would take him to the league title last summer, but I said that he would do well to solidify top four, even move into second or third position. And they probably will get second or third. So, like, I don't I don't understand why why he's getting such a bad um, reputation as he is at the moment. I think it's unfair. He has done eight. better than 
managers like Mourinho and Van Hal and Moyes did, and Giggs, if you want to count Giggs, I don't think you can. Nah, fuck. <laughs> I'll give him that. He's been the best post Ferguson manager at United. Yeah. First time, but we've been on top after, in January in eight years since Ferguson was there. Um, like, he's, if you look at if you look at a little thing he's done, like his man management. Look at the man management with him um, in comparison to the way Frank handles some of the big names, big egos at his club. Night and day. He's got the best sort of well, player. I'd kind of dispute that because did we not see the other week? Uh, Bruno Fernandez shouting at Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for being subbed um, and for telling him to make a substitution. Like, is is it a sign of a good elite manager? Um, it was a it was a it was a while back. It was before your good run, but there was uh, mm-hmm. Bruno Fernandez shouting from the pitch towards that, Ole yeah. Gunnar Solskjaer, telling him to make a sub, uh, and he threw a bit of a strop against Fulham. I think it was where he got subbed. Is that is that good man that management? Wasn't you see, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah, I think Bruno is a little bit. I think we saw in the Arsenal game yesterday as well. He's got a little bit of a nasty side. Um, Should have been off. I think. Well, okay, but Bruno, the um, when he was coming off as a sub, that wasn't uh, that wasn't directed at Ali. I don't think he was pissed off at his own performance. He, he's a person. If he doesn't perform good on the pitch, he's annoyed with himself. You can see that in his interviews and everything. So that wasn't directed at Ali. Regards to shouting at the bench for a possible sub. I, I don't know. Players often um, communicate to the bench. Um, he's a temperamental guy. Like you get the best out of him. Look at the way Cantona was. He was temperamental, you know. So some of the best people who rise to the top are very temperamental. And man management. Ali's got the best out of him. He's enjoying his football. Um, Ali's got the best out of Pogba. You know, like this season we're actually doing pretty well. And some of the players who who did really well for us last year aren't even performing this year. You look at Rashford. Look at Martial Greenwood, who were scoring every day of the week last season. They're not even scoring this year. So we're still on top, and some of our players aren't even. Like, Rashford was shocking yesterday. Some so of our players aren't even. So. Why does he get credit for man and management for players like Pogba and Bruno, but then players like Greenwood and Martial, who have turned to shite under him, he doesn't get any uh, slack for that? Well, that's form. Like, I think you look at the way Pogba is, like, he's managed Pogba's personality and the whole uh, Royal incident and possibly moving out of the club. He's handled that well. Like, even myself, everyone at the club, um, every fan wanted Pogba, like, out at that point. If there was fans in the stadium, he probably would have been booed at that point. I think um, the game before Leipzig when we got knocked out of the Champions League. Um, but Ali's played him and he's got, he's, he's, Whatever agreement they have, he's playing the best football he's done at Manchester United since he's there. Probably some of the most, probably some of the most consistent football, which Pub has never been consistent before. So, see, with the, look, the, he's the, just, the other two are just in bad form for, I think. With form now, um, just just to throw it back to like Lampard, um, yeah. like Lampard gets heavily criticised for the performances of of Zajic, Pulisic, um, Werner. Havertz, and you could argue that they're all form, but then you know Frank is getting thrown well, got thrown thrown under a bus for that. I don't, I personally, I don't see the difference between you know Rashford not being able to hit a, a barn door now, um, and mm-hmm. Werner the exact same. One gets celebrated yeah. for it, the other gets sacked for it. So Werner was consist consistently played out of position by Frank. He's trying to put all those players into the team. Now, I don't even think Frank wanted to buy all those players. I think Frank did a better job with some of the younger English players that he had prior to these big names. These big names came in. The pressure, he's, he's not an experienced manager to handle their egos. Even like even though they're quite young, like uh, Hybert's, I, I don't even know how much of an ego he has, but he's still trying to put all these players on the pitch and he's putting them out of position because of that. Um, Rashford has, like, Ali has put Rashford left wing, right wing, up top. He's tried everything this season. Um, he's wrestled him. He's brought him on. So he he look. He's got poor form. Um, I don't think we can. That's a fair comparison with Rashford and Werner. Werner was, I think, out of position for eight out of eleven games in a row. Um, in two of the games that he was playing up top, he scored two goals and got two assists. And how Frank didn't continue to do put him up there on the run stand. 
And then you have Arteta's approach to man management of poor performing players, which is just to cancel their contracts and get rid of them. That's <laughs> <laughs> like anyone, anyone he doesn't like, he just throws them out, out the door immediately. Can I, can I just ask you something, Sean? If you think, mm-hmm. um, who's been more important for Man United in the last two years or the last year and a half, maybe? Would you say it's Bruno or Oli? Oli. I think you're like, lying. I don't think you believe I'm not, that. I'm not, okay, like Bruno's, Bruno's the cherry on top. Let's be honest, right? Um, but Bruno's the cake. That's no, what I no, think no, as well, no. Yeah. The team is the cake. It's not. It's not a one-man team. Bruno, Bruno has had oh, some boy. off games. Like he, when he has an off game, sometimes he might get a free kick or a penalty. But like Bruno wouldn't be there if it wasn't for Ali because we'd still be stuck with people like fucking Sanchez. Like mm-hmm. um, Ali came in, got rid of some of the deadwood to open the door for Bruno. So like you can't say that Bruno trumps. Bruno's very important to the team, but Ali for the last two years. He's been in charge, so you have to give the credit towards Ali in second place. Bruno, yeah. I I honestly think um I think a lot of things came together for that really good run of form, and I think Ali got a lot of credit for it. But I think when when Bruno doesn't play, the team doesn't play. And I, I honestly think if he goes through a rough patch, I think people will be calling for Ali to be gone. I think it'll happen by the end of the season, to be honest. Do you think he? Do you think people will be calling for Ali to be gone by the end of the season? I don't think so. I don't yeah. think we're going to drift up to the top four. Even without Bruno, we're not going to drift up to the top four. I'd say. Mm. Like, what do you, what, what what do you think? Competition. But what do you think will happen if you don't get top four? Does uh, does Gunnar Solskjaer is that part of the plan? Do you, do you keep hold of him, or is is that underachieving then? Um. Well, a year ago we wanted to give him a year. Like if he drifts out of if he drifts out of top four this season with the competition that's there, that is underachieving. That's not good enough. Yeah. So then. You know, probably have to evaluate things. I don't think that's going to happen. So, you know, it's like saying if someone's going to get re- if Arsenal are going to get relegated, is Arteta going to keep his job? Absolutely not. Um, I honestly don't think that they'll fall outside the top four. But if he does, then yeah. But there's no evidence to suggest that we are. We've been a top team in form for a year. Um, so I think we'll be in second or third position. I think Man City will be top. Maybe Liverpool will probably get into second. Uh, depending on like, if they can get through this. I think they've got a tough string of fixtures now um, with injuries and stuff, but I think we'll still be third. Do you not think that's underachieving, though, for a Man United team who's been very lucky with injuries and they've got all their star <laughs> players and, and they're doing very well to to be hoping to maybe battle Liverpool for a second who have no fit centre-backs? Um, maybe you could make the point that it seems to be underachieving because, like, all right, we, we shouldn't have lost that game against Sheffield United. If we were ready to go ahead and win the league, we should have won that game and we should have put Arsenal away yesterday. Um, but we're not that team yet. We're not we're not title winners yet. I said it mm. before last summer. I said there's no way, there's no chance in hell that we're going to get um be competing for the league this year. The only reason we have been competing for the league is even though we have increased, like we have done better. It's been the drop-off from Man City and Liverpool. We're not there yet. We're also one, still one of the youngest teams in the in the league. Man City's team and Liverpool's team are ageing. I think, honestly speaking, I'm in a better position for United. I think United will have more success in the next five years than Liverpool will, if you look at two squads and if you look at the managers. So what's missing for United? What do they need then? Um, we still need a quality centre midfielder, um, more defensively minded. Um, we need a right, right-sided um, attacking midfielder, possibly a winger. Um, depends on how good um, Anna Diallo is going to be, but again, he's still a very young player. Um, and we need a new centre back, so we need a pacey centre back. Um, I think Maguire is. Uh, I'm not too happy with Maguire I'll be honest like, <laughs> a lot of money spent on him but um, I'd like so to a whole new team. team no 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 that's like three <laughs> players three players man so, three yeah. players, but so that's yeah. centre midfield right wing centre back, centre back. Yeah. so the players you'd want to get rid of would be Maguire Pogba and who's right wing Rashford 
you don't really have a, a traditional right winger player enough. Like Rashford and Martial both prefer playing off the left. Greenwood, he's just not consistent enough. He's still very young. Um, I didn't say get rid of Pogba. I think we probably might have to get rid of Pogba. I think we, we can probably afford to get rid of him. Maybe that we might be able to get Grealish in. But we need more of a, a defensive minor player like isn't a defensive, yeah. So you want Greenish as well? We need an, up, we need an upgrade on like McFred. You know, Matic is gone. Uh, or he will be gone in the next couple of years. He's aging. We need an upgrade on McTominay and, and Fred in centre park. A uh, person who can who can um, recycle the ball really, really quickly and pass it on to the to attacking players. And we need a pacey centre back. If you have a pacey centre back in there, we can play with a higher line. Um, United would be a serious force. Is Bailey there. not a pacey centre back? He is. He's brilliant. He's probably one of the best centre backs in the year in, in the in the in the league. But he can't stay fit. He's injury prone. He'll never do thirty eight games a season. I think. I think what's interesting is that um, you know a lot of uh, United fans, I think including yourself, said that Ali did a good job at like getting rid of the deadwood. But I think a lot of the so called deadwood that got rid of, you definitely benefit from still having Lukaku, for example. Um, and then you look at the United squad and the names you've just kind of listed there, um, for me anyway, for, for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to be managing the squad correctly, like you've still got Luke Shaw, Lindelof, Bailey, De Gea. De Gea, you've missed the, you missed the gravy train on him. Could have cashed in on that. Um, mm. Matic, Mata, uh, like the list goes on of just like bang average players on such high wages, and then you're gonna have, then you had to like bundle in Cavani um, because he was he he obviously didn't plan anything. It's I don't know. It's I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer gets a lot of credit from United fans that the general football public just don't agree with. Yeah, but would you not agree that United are in a better position now than they were? To under Mourinho and Van Hal, not really. And I tell you, like, not, like jokes aside, not really because you've won nothing. <laughs> Still haven't got like consistently into like the uh, the Champions League. I mean, there was one, there's one time in the Champions League since uh, I know it was under Mourinho and that. But to, for me, it's like with Liverpool when Klopp took over. It wasn't until he won the Champions League. It wasn't until he won the Premier League that you could be like, yeah, actually, he is different from, you know, Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, that's that. That would be my thing. Is that for me? This feels like Ali Gunnar Solskjaer is a is a big plaster over a gaping wound. Okay. Yeah, but you made a comparison there, saying Klopp is different to Rogers. Like Rogers was at that. Like Rogers has shown since that he's a, a still a very much top quality coach, and like they might not, he might not win things right away with Leicester, but like he's a quality coach that a lot of the other big clubs would be looking at. And obviously, he won everything with Celtic. But like, you know, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a massive jump in quality between Rodgers and Klopp um, when he took over. And Klopp's there's obviously some amazing signings that they've made as well, and some players have been consistently fantastic for them, like Henderson and stuff like that. Liverpool um, really got very, very lucky. They got lucky, like you know, <laughs> like I think, like it wasn't like night and day. What? Sorry, what? They got <laughs> lucky. Yeah. Got lucky yeah. with what? And the luck is going. To, it's going to run out. Like, uh, like who's everyone going to win the league? You, know, you, you are handed like a hundred and twenty million for this seven out of ten midfielder Coutinho, who wasn't even that good. He was pretty <laughs> good at the time. Spent all the money on lads like Van Dyke, whoever. Um, all the signings, every big signing except for Naby Keita, worked out. Brilliantly, way above expectations. How do you reckon that that's luck and not good management? Because most times it's it's a roll of the dice when you make You're a big signing. Full of shit. This is bullshit. <laughs> We're here to shit on United, <laughs> and this is turned into shit against hey, Liverpool. This is outrageous. And that's public opinion too. <laughs> right. Um, it's it's a matter of public record. Look, <laughs> I I think that's nonsense. The the team that clock took over compared to what they are now is night and day and you can say that signings this and signings that but no, it was fucking hell. people were trying people were trying it for 20 years <laughs> beforehand and got nowhere and he Rod- comes in and a- suddenly 
Uh, yeah, what did Rodgers do? That's the what problem I have, do? is burying Rodgers. Liverpool acting like Rodgers had nothing to do with their revival. Look yeah. at the team that he He's left. Quality manager. I don't He's even... won title in Balotelli. Fucking all these nobodies playing. Look where he got them with those players. He got them just off the title. If it wasn't for one slip, he would have yeah. won the title with this terrible team. But then, mm-hmm. but he couldn't. He couldn't keep that. That was the problem. That two years later they were mid-table team. He was undone if, by bad luck. Exactly. If he was given the money Klopp was given, who's to say he wouldn't have bought the same players and achieved the same results? He was given tons of money. He bought anyone he wanted. The, his his best buys. He bought two good players, and that mm-hmm. was uh, Sturridge and Coutinho. Those were the two good players he brought in. That's it. So, like, he took this team, which was mid-table, mediocre, and turned them into title contenders. Exactly. And then so was like able to... Oliver Solskjaer for a week. <laughs> Interestingly, Look, actually... I, I'm, never, I'm not saying he's going to be challenging for titles. We shouldn't be challenging for titles this year. I'm saying there's a general, a general improvement. The team is looking better from the outside looking in this year than it was over the last five to six years, still not perfect. And the difference, but like, there's no argument anymore about him and Frank. Last summer, people were thinking they're all neck and neck. Like, the, the difference is night and day. Frank was a terrible manager. I think, I think I mean, if uh, Abramovich owned United, Ollie would have been gone before Christmas, around October. Yeah, I think, I think if we want to talk about luck and say that, you know, Rogers had bad luck, Frank Lampard had awful luck. Because if Frank if, Lampard if, was uh, lucky to get the job in the first place, ex- exactly. Yeah. But like, what do you expect from the guy who's one year in management and people cl- claiming that Ethical. he doesn't know tactics? What do you expect? Like, what what do oh, you yeah. expect if you hire a, a player just out of a sorry a manager that's just finished being a player for a few years back? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's there's these high expectations of Frank, and he has to be you know, compared to uh, previous Chelsea managers or compared to, you know, a fraud like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Um, all that but it's nothing to do with luck. All that went out how the window would, when he spent 200 right million. 200 million can cover yeah. any weakness. I mean, you have no excuse. It's, it's a poison chalice. Do you know what I mean? It's, he did his best and that's all he can do. Yeah. Look, he shouldn't have taken a job, especially when like, he didn't buy those players in the summer. Like, if he was if he was allowed to do his own thing, probably hang on to some of the young players that he had, as in the younger English players and stuff like that, he might have even done better than than what he's done this year. But like I'd say, I don't know, maybe the board were pushing for those signings. Um, I mean, they were doing of, better with those players last yeah, season exactly. than Werner and Havertz. These these guys who look like they never kicked the ball before in their life. Yeah, yeah. Did someone Frank play Lampard like next? Uh, Frank Lampard is uh, is lined up to be the next Palace manager as well, and I absolutely love it. It'd be brilliant. Good God! He'll take us. Then you have to from strength you, to strength. I wonder if he does. How long you'll keep up this facade about thinking Lampard's a good manager? How long can you keep that up then? <laughs> well, <laughs> not very long. You <laughs> <laughs> start deleting all these podcasts. <laughs> what podcasts? <laughs> Is there any final thoughts before we we go have a word with Tom? Uh, no, yeah. Look, we as United fan, as you know from the group chats we have, we really enjoyed our two weeks at the top. Uh, it wasn't even two weeks; I said no, like ten days. Um, but that's why we were trying to squeeze in as much. And I think we annoyed you for those ten days, and we'll take that. That'll give us, and uh, that'll get us through for the next year until we're on top again. Um, right. That's it. It was enjoyable, and. Hey, look, it's to be expected. We're building blocks. We're not expecting things. Rome wasn't built in a day, you know? So it's building blocks with a little bit of time in the high life. We'll be back. We'll be back on top and you'll know about it. Lovely, lovely. So Ole Gunnar Solskjaer with his reserve league title and his annoying people for 10 days. Great achievements. (laughs) (laughs) No ways. We'll we'll add it to his Wikipedia. So I said that uh, that Looking at Palace, um, there's a good portion of repairs, like 12 players, I think you said, Kieran, are out of contract at the end of the season. A lot of them are, are over 23. So I think that means that they can negotiate with other clubs 
and the manager is also out of out of contact as well. So, like, I don't know, have the board been asleep for the last year or did they not see this coming? I don't know. Kieran, you might shed some light on that. Yeah, well, I don't have the list to hand, right? But if, if I was to read out the 12 players, there's nothing worth keeping. Roy Hudson <laughs> isn't worth keeping either. Like, the lad's nearly 80. He's he's, he's fantastic for us, but he is he is a bit senile. Like, he forgets to make substitutes. We're like a goal down. <laughs> And he, he brings on not. a defensive midfielder. He does, does forget first... to make substitutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah, the list is crap. Like players like Connor Wickham have been on our wage book for years, like four years now. Mm. And he's played about two games. He's always been injured. Benteke, Sako are not worth keeping. They were good at the time, they've been mistakes. And I think the direction the club is going is that it's going to be a very busy transfer window, but we're going to get free agents in or or good deals because we're going to have so much wages free now. And plus we have a whole academy of, of great players like Wambasaka, uh, Mitchell that came through now as well. There's like uh, there's a few others in there too that could make the step up to like squad players. So fingers crossed. It goes to there's some sort of plan in place, but it could all go tits up and we could be like stoked <laughs> and cr- yeah, just crumble. Yeah, um, yeah we'll like if you get relegated, like you don't know what it's gonna like. It's Palace gonna have cycles, and it's like they're at the end of this cycle now, and they've been the top flight for a while. It's like what's gonna happen in the next five or ten years? It's like you just don't. Yeah, know. This, this is like unknown territory for us now. We've never been this <laughs> stable in the top division. You know, this is like... Is Hodgson the best Premier League manager Palace have ever had? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it has to be. Because, like, the all the others had one massive flaw, which is that they couldn't keep us in the in the league. He's the <laughs> only one... Flaw. I know there was others before. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty important. But he's the only one that's been able to keep us there. We've had... Big Sam come in. We've had Pardew. We've had, you know, uh, a few others. Uh, Tony Pulis as well that have been able to, like, you know, save the day. But oh, t- Tom's here. Fallen... Sorry. Ah, Tom. 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 How's it going? Just say he's on the line there. <laughs> we've Tom on the line. Oh, oh sorry. Here we go. Sorry. Here now. How are we doing? How's it going? Bad. Good. Good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, nice to the be. Podcast. Thanks. Thank you very much. Nice to be. Is this is this live now or this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus! It's just on TV now. <laughs> my God, it's, <laughs> it's an honor. I didn't. I, I, my my. I'm not even made out for this. It's an honor to be joining. <laughs> so, I guess Jesus. I, I better just, just chillax and relax and just go with the flow now. But um, that's oh, that's, that's good. It's good. It's good. How's everyone? Not good. We're doing well. Brilliant. We're doing well. We we just we just had a bit of a. In-depth discussion with Mannix there on uh, Ali Gunnar Solskjaer and uh, Mannix uh, very much thinks that Ali is doing a fantastic job. Um, so I guess you you might have some thoughts on the state of play at United currently, and maybe we've got it wrong from what you've been listening to. Yeah, no, I no, I I would still I still be behind the Ali project, like, but it's it's. It's 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 not a short term fix like it really is long term like it really is, but I think, I think realistically they're not going to win the Premier League this season. But Ali, if Ali thinks that's acceptable for another season, then it's then he's not the right man. I think they have to, they have to be progress this season. They have to, they have to win a trophy, and they have to, they, they can't be twenty points behind City and fifteen points for Liverpool. So they have to be. So you think even if they got top four, uh, that Ali should go if they don't win a trophy or if they're way off the pace? Yeah, yeah. If they're 30 points behind City and Liverpool and fall away completely and are only battling for a fourth, I think yeah. City, I think Ali would go. Yeah, I would. I would. I, I don't think I couldn't. It couldn't be acceptable to finish 30 points behind the Premier League leaders two seasons in a row. I think that would be. That'll be, but I don't think they, they will finish thirty points. Still, what there'll be, they'll probably six, seven points behind City now with their game and City when their game in hand. Like, but hmm. I think the, the I think if they can remain consistent to the rest of the season, you know, still, still um, 
but the top six record this season has been pretty pretty awful. And um and the so called big players like Bruno, who does it against the smaller teams, seems oh, yeah. to be um seems to be not performing the big games, which is uh, disappointing. But um and I think I think this, this call for Cavani is all, all great. No, I, I think I think he's being a bit overrated in calling he's you know he's done unbelievable things. Like he's still he's still not bagging the goals in the big games when they need to bag goals. Like you know he's right. You can't be you can't be relying on Cavani to 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 carry the team too. Like but um you know we asked uh, Mannix a couple of questions there and I think I'll just ask you the same questions and okay, see okay. what what you say is that what do United need so in term what players or what do they need do they need to get rid of someone to get to that next level. That is a a great question. A great question. Um, like where where does the team need someone? Someone new. I do think another centre half, another centre half, and a decent, a decent right winger, a, a decent winger on the right to give him options. And I don't know. I I would, I would say a, a main number nine striker too. Like like. I don't know, Billy around Cavani, who's going to be old again, like is 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 tough, like. But provided Pogba stays and, and remains consistent for the rest of the season, then I don't think there's major things needed, like. But I I do think a centre half and a a centre right half winger. to replace Maguire. No, I, I Maguire play alongside Maguire, shall we say? I don't think Lindenoff and Boye are going to win your Premier League. Realistically, but someone a top half, a top, top quality centre half along with Wire will um could could build some good good could could um could be fairly good, you know could uh could do the job for United. But mm. you, know, and, uh, you know another thing we asked Mannix was yeah is in the past year and a half is it now about a year is United's upturn in form more down to Ole, or is it down to Bruno? Ole, Ole, mm. Ole. No, I think Ole. I, I, Bruno has been a big part of it, a big. But I think, you know, at least, I think there's a style when Ole, when Ole has things going. There's a style of football that United are playing well and they're playing the right way. And I think when they go on a good run, you know what the, you know what they're about, you know what they can do things. And when Bruno's flying it. He can do the job, but it's when they throw in a performance like against Sheffield United, where just players go missing and don't work and don't track, and that's where you can see Liverpool are there, and Man City are there, and United are million miles away for the work rate to be Premier League champions. That's where that's like a slap in the face saying, "You think you're you think you're great, you think you're back, you think you know your team are 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 going to be big things this season, they're going to push it, but like when they really need to." Um, you know, when they're not performing, you know, you need to win these games when you're not playing well. And United, you know, don't seem to be able to do that. They need to be performing well, going good form, and they win the games. And if they have a bad day, then the whole players drop off, the standard drops off, and they lose the game. They draw the game, and they're not at it. When they're not at it, they don't, they don't win the games. While I think City and Liverpool, well, you know, on normal form, on normal good day, they can win games, you know, if they're not performing to the best ability I think United are a bit off that to be um, to be re- winning the big trophies yet but 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 getting there I suppose slow progress progress you know they're not they're not they won't be 20-30 points or 20 points off the Premier League winners this season but they'll be comfortably top four maybe get second maybe push push City Liverpool but it's um it's a hard case to see him winning it at the moment, but here, look, they, they, they can win another trophy, win the FA Cup, you know, push in the Europa League and get a good, good, good points total, then build on to the summer again. Then, um, then next season, it's it's to make a break for Ali, then push it. But that's a, that's a fair point. Um, no, they're fair points, and I think you can definitely see and acknowledge the, pro, the progress. Um, is is Ali bringing United back to I guess where we all expected them to be, which wasn't you know missing out in European football or you know scraping Europa League yes, like yes. years before. But would you would you not say that 
I, I know it's slow progress too, and I and I and I respect that point too. Yeah, yeah. But do you not do you not think it's a little bit too slow considering the resources and the backing that Ali's had and how bad and how inconsistent you know the title challenges have been in past years? Do you not think it's you know this year is is already too late for Ali? Like he uh, should be challenging this year, in my opinion. Do do you agree? Um. No, well, uh, no, I don't think I don't I don't think I think when Greenwood gave Ali the job, let's say in 2018-2019 when he got the job, I think Greenwood had look was whatever Greenwood was saying, you know, it's it's four or five year project, and I'm going to stick by my man, and that's the project goal, and we're going to we're going to go for a different approach. We're not going to we're not going to throw managers out like we did Van Hall and Mourinho, and just throw cabs. We're just going to he's going to stick with his man and look as long as they're making a bit more progress a bit getting there and there's something in the the team is gelling more and there's going in runs and they're pushing towards the title and they're not they're making slow progress then I think I think it's a little more pain over a year two three years is worth it to get there rather than just get rid of the manager and transit something new again a new manager again and I understand it's his money money been spent in the years, you know, you expect big things, but I think they're just going with a different approach. And you know, he's a United man, you know, his style. And you know, they're saying like, what they're kind of, you know, maybe not looking at Klopp. What how many years it took Klopp to get to Liverpool where they were, where they were. And you know, they're saying, look, how many years the Klopp get to get give to get title to Liverpool, and how many years can he give Ali? Will Ali get there with United? So. Uh, look, I, I think I think the no fans has helped. You know the amount of losses United have had at World Trafford this season. You know hasn't uh, hasn't been great for the, the team morale. Like, but I think I think there's a, a, a strong long term goal, and Greenwood is going going to back his man no matter what. And you know things will have to go very bad or a serious run all together for Ali to get the sack. And if that happens, then he deserves a sack. But I think, as things as it, the, the land lays, it's he's still he's still on track. In even though it's not going as fast as um, United fans and everyone would like, but I can see your point where the money being spilled is not you're not you're you're winning nothing and you're not going to win the Premier League, which is is not great for a big club. United, you need to be um, you need to be making progress. Like you know, the big players. If United are big players, they shouldn't be sticking around that long if they're not going to win the big things. Like, but obviously, Ali has um has you know has the players frame that they are going. They're they're getting closer. They're getting there, and they're one or two players away. And as long as the big players don't leave, then you know, you know, they're they're worth a bet for lifting the trophy in twenty twenty two. Let's say May twenty twenty two. Then. I don't think it would be the biggest shock in the world, but it's, it's, yeah, it's down to Ali and the team to perform. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard. It's, 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 it's hard to say. It's, 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 but it's, you know, it's, it's a long term goal to get there, to get there. But, um, okay. Yeah. With, um... With, um, I guess the other side of things, I guess we've been probably back and forth about, uh, we asked the same to Mannix, and, and surprisingly, Mannix said how much he absolutely adores Frank Lampard. But what were your thoughts on? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Frank Lampard? Uh, I don't think that's true. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I thought. I I thought he wasn't a bad coach, and a good, you know. But I I I think the players had 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 kind of lost faith in him, and I think, you know, I think. It it's it just the team hadn't been formed from it and it, it kind of I just don't think the players followed what he was trying to do with the team and it just wasn't going to turn around and wasn't going to go there and I think you know he had to go rather I don't see okay like they had handy fixtures now and they could have won that but I think you know over the long term season then I don't know if they were were going to get where they want to be with Lampard for the money they spent. And where Abramovich sees things at Chelsea, like, but yeah, I don't know. I think it was harsh, a bit, a bit harsh, because right? I don't think Lampard had a say in the players are brought in, and he had to just play with. There were big money spent, 
and he was giving his players and then he had to make it work. And then he was, you know, going what he knew and trying to make a team. But, you know, Chelsea is, they're ruthless. You know, the, the board, yeah, it's mass-driven like, and it, it's cut short. You'd, like. you'd, agree then, you'd agree then that Frank Lampard got very unlucky, like we all said. Uh, Manning said it very clearly. <laughs> I said he was unlucky. Yeah, unlucky. He got unlucky, but I also said he was a terrible manager with no record of success at all. Like he's not. I I probably have more managerial experience from playing FIFA than Frank does. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have been given a job. He shouldn't have taken the job. And then he was given players that he didn't even probably know their first second names. And like it was it was a shit show. And it proved to be. I predicted it, and it happened. He sacked. Argument over. Can, can I just? Yeah. clarify because I know we're talking about progress and all that kind of stuff I think there needs to be a really clear idea in people's heads of what is successful under Solskjaer at this stage because is he there two years now or is it a year and a half uh, this is the second full season the second full season right okay. yeah, half, so, nearly. it'll be two and a half when he's finished the season mm-hmm. if yeah if, well, yeah if. If. Okay, we'll say two full years, right? Two, two full years as part of manager, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Has he been to a final yet? No. No, no. No, okay. we're still in a couple of couple, couple, oh, Yeah, like couple I think, of, yeah. I think if he doesn't win a trophy, he's on thin ice. I think he's, you know, it's, 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 you know, he's, he needs to win, put a trophy in a cabinet this season. Obviously. And are the realistic trophies the Europa League and the FA Cup? Correct, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to be in the final for one of those this year. Like, that would be an so, expectation. So, if the if you don't win the FA Cup or the Europa League, you think Ali should be gone? <laughs> I wouldn't say black and white. That like depends on depends on where they are in the but league. This is what the, but this is what it has to no, be. No, no, I don't. it's well, you can measure success, right? So, like, if he's third in the league and he's a higher points tally than last year, then that's. Uh, trend of success and if he still makes it to the semi-finals and the other cups that's still a very low margin of success but it's still a margin of success if he gets to a final that's clear as day definite success in the competitions we were unlucky not to get to a final already um, and he's he's definitely going to probably he's definitely going to have a higher points tally this year than he did last year 100% and he has a good chance of being in a final so I think Ali's job is pretty safe. He's not going to drift out of the top four. I don't know. That is, that is a, in like in like lots of ifs and buts, though. You know, he might not. You know, he might lose every other game. Like he might not reach the points tally. Like, but like then to look at that comparison again. Yeah, but like if you if you look at Arteta, like Arteta has to uh, rebuild Arsenal. So I don't think the expectations for success for him. Are necessarily qualifying for the Champions League, but for Frank Lampard, because he he had no expectations when there was a transfer embargo. Then all of a mm. sudden, it had to be that he needed to win, be top four, or win the title to be successful. Yet Oli seems to be able to just kind of scrape by because United are doing better. But like that's not a real good judgment, is it? United have been awful. <laughs> We haven't been awful, Kieran. Like I don't know. No. Are you watching like an old DVD yeah. or something? Well, not awful this year. No, and no. Okay. Chelsea have since, it's, since it's clear since lockdown. Chelsea have declined. That's why he was fired. Chelsea yeah. have declined one hundred percent. United have improved one hundred percent. Yeah. Look at points. If you just look at points, it's it's if that's maths. That's simple. It's black and white. So the <laughs> difference. The, so, so success is on points. So, so, so Ali Gunnar Solskjaer is the winning trophies. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He's, he's okay. doing better. Okay. Points-wise than he was, yeah. So, I'm measuring match. Oh. So, if he doesn't win a title, he or doesn't win a trophy, he's not He's not been successful. He's underachieved. No, uh, if he, he needs to win a trophy, but like, even if he... Look, if he doesn't win a trophy this year and he gets, as Tom was saying, within 10 points of the top two, then that's still um, an element of success. It's, it's you're still like we were 66 points. Um, we finished up in last year. He's going to go well past that this year. Current trending. If he falls apart, it, like the second half of the season. If if it falls apart, then yeah, it's not good enough. But at this moment in time, 
it's yeah. looking okay. We're still in cup competitions. Um, you know, like it only took six months for Frank to fall apart, and like, so you have to say that it, like if he's if he's top two or three and it's improving in points tally, that's still a success. And then we have to look at as Tom was saying the year after, like that's the year he's going to be judged on. And not after another transfer window, and the team is gelling a little bit more, we need to be challenging for the league title next season, and that's going to be the the defining factor, really. Correct. That's it. That's it. All right. I don't know. I like if I'm honest. I just think United fans are very soft and Solskjaer. I think. I don't know. You're saying now it could be the end of next season before you're challenging. That's three years yeah. in the job. Um, yeah, we, we, I, ne- I never said in last summer that we're going to be challenging this year. Where we've been overachieving for a couple of weeks, and we, but we can still see we can still see that there's a project that we're starting to gel as a team, and there's a system in place. He plays two years very in. Should be gelling yeah. two years ago. You know, you can't just straight away, but like, <laughs> like how long did it take Klopp to gel? Yeah, well, yeah, it took Klopp for his third season to actually challenge. No, Klopp for... reached two but, finals but in his the... first year. Firmino played better, Lallana played better. Um, with, he got to with, the Champions League final within the third season and won it the fourth yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. It was only early second season, though, so the third season is the make break for... Yeah, for, but, uh, but, but, United, but United... But it's not... Like, Liverpool hadn't won a... Liverpool hadn't won a like a Premier League in thirty years. I don't think it's the same comparison. Yeah, no, but they United... almost won the league. They came second. They came second with a lot of the same players, so you, they can be compared to that team under Rodgers. Don't get me yeah. started on Rodgers again. Fucking hell! Yeah. But like that's like only a couple of years prior. Like yeah. they came second. So how can you not? It's definitely a fair comparison to make. Or United only came second under Mourinho a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was, yeah, but we we were still how many points away from from top spot? And look, at that time, that was a, a very much a different team, and we were probably that was as that was a good achievement for Mourinho at the time. Um, but it's what happened with Mourinho after that point, with the following season. That's where he got. Okay, I I feel I feel we'll we'll never agree. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to do one at the end of the season, and uh, I'll have to eat my words or something, and, but, or maybe Liverpool. Or maybe now. I, maybe I will. You know, you've yeah. already, you've already eaten up your words after Frank Pets. So, <laughs> yeah, end of the season when Arteta is lifting the Premier League trophy, <laughs> and and the Europa League, and the Europa League. Yeah. <laughs> In fairness, fair play for coming on, uh, considering your last two results and talking about United. It's more than others were willing to do, so it's uh, fair, fair juice. Oh, ooh, <laughs> well, it was yeah. an open invitation. Anyone could have come on. That was. Anyone yeah. could have come on, and you two decided to. So I think that's ah. uh, to be commended. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. We'll do it again, again. And we'll, and we'll we'll throw a few bobs together, lads, and and put out a missing poster for for Mike. Uh, I've not seen him since the results turned. <laughs> Mike, Mike doesn't like football. He do, he likes winning football games. He doesn't like anything else about it. Yeah, the only way he's not playing Warzone is if you know you're winning a game. Then he just send a few posts, and then he go back to Warzone. That's that's it. <laughs> Yeah. The perfect life. Very good. He's probably dead right to do that too. Who wants to watch this shit? Fucking hours of football every week. <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, <clears throat> I nearly get more joy out of seeing Spurs lose than uh, Arsenal winning. <laughs> <laughs> the Spurs lose in the end, yeah? It, it is. is. Yeah. Big win for Brighton. Is Mourinho done? Oh, he's he goose. He's a dinosaur. What? It's yeah. amazing how someone like Rogers, or sorry, Hodgins can last for so much longer than Mourinho. <laughs> That's a good like, point. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe in future Mourinho would be like Hodgson to other people at twenty years from now when he's like eighty or whatever. Do you know <laughs> what? Like, Actually, yeah, Roy Hodgson has the same um, like trophy achievements as Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, you know. Like just, <laughs> just a few fucking trophies in Scandinavia. That's it. 
a couple yeah. semi-finals too. <laughs> there's there's comparisons there. Yeah, give, give Ali thirty years time, though, we'll see where Ali is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ali at Palace in. Uh... <laughs> no, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. no, he'll he'll still be at United, and we'll be talking about him. Like, is it time for him to go? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> There's progress. There's progress. progress. There's progress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting one more point every season. <laughs> yeah. Points, points, one more points. <laughs> we were 15th in the European Conference Super League last season. Oh, my God. Ah, they will. They'll be, they'll be back. They'll be back. Yeah, it's, a, it's a slow burner. Oh. It's a success. It's a, it's a plan. We're all part of the plan. All on the same team. And we're yeah. happy. As United fans again, we're happy. And that's what counts. That's what counts. Yeah. So we can annoy yeah. you guys from time to time. So we had to be very quiet for a couple of years there. Ah, uh, yeah. Sure, the banter yeah. is half the point of it. And if you can't yeah, banter... Exactly. But... That's it. I've never yeah. even been to Liverpool. I don't give a shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I support none of the teams that we talk about, and I, yeah. I'm the most passionate sometimes. No, fair play for coming on, lads. We appreciate uh, we appreciate well, your well, thoughts and opinions. I, I know. Um, I think we'll we'll wrap up the podcast there as well, will we, lads? I think so. Yeah. We have plenty of time there, yeah. All right. Great. Perfect. All right, then. All right. Thanks All so right. much. Thanks, Thanks, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All the best. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> You've been listening to the Put Them Under Pressure podcast. For more of our content, make sure that you follow us on YouTube, Spotify, and Facebook. Outro music.